and welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky. And I am Leah. And we are back with another trope talk. You forgot what we were doing, didn't you? <laughs> I totally did forget what we were doing. It's a trope talk. We're so. doing a trope talk. We are doing a trope talk and we are joined by podcast contributors Jenny and Carolina tonight. Welcome, ladies, friends. Hello. Hello. Um, okay, so make sure you stick around to the end. We have an exclusive clip from Hollow's End by Kristen Proby provided to us from Lyric Audiobooks. Um, my audiobook and, library has expanded so much. Well, and if you have listened to the podcast and we've been doing these listens, when we go into them, we have no idea what part of the book. A lot of the times we haven't read the book yet, so we are going in fully blind. So it's a fun thing for us and for you. Yeah. Um, it just adds to the next level chaos for us. Mm -hmm. um, so on this episode, like Leah said, Jenny and Carolina are here to share their favorite slow burns. Um, and we're also going to talk about what makes it a slow burn, what works in slow burns, what doesn't work in slow burns. But we added an extra level because I can never do an episode just as we set it out. So one of the things that I saw on Book Talk, which, you know, we all know how I feel about that. And it made me think was this author kept going on and on about how she writes medium spice romance. And I'm like, I'm not interested in medium spice. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm not interested in that. I'm not reading. Swipe. Swipe. Um, but then I thought about it. Medium spice is kind of my like happy place. It's, it's a sweet spot. It is like a go-to read. Yeah. And you can't decide. Some of my favorite one-click authors are oh. medium spice authors. Actually, I have to say a couple of my favorite one-clicks are like low spice. Yeah. So um, I mean, we like a pop around here. We all know that. Um but yeah, we do. But we need to talk about these things. We need to make others understand that medium spice is okay. Not every book has to be overly sexy, overly smutty, if you like that word. I do not. I don't know what else no. to say for it. Don't though. use that word, please. Plot please. light. Yeah. Not every book has to be plot light. Uh, <laughs> or plot heavy. <laughs> or plot heavy. Like there's a mid range <laughs> where we swing. Look at us. We're swingers. Oh, oh my word. I knew that was common. Um, okay. Good thing we all live in different states. Well, Jenny and Utah. The rest of us do. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny. You're stuck with her. There. Did you just like nominate Jenny as tribute? <laughs> totally did. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. Anyway, but moving on. Um, okay, so let's talk about the slow burn. What do we like about a slow burn, guys? Do we like slow burns? Obviously, we like them. We're here talking about them. I have a love-hate relationship with the slow burn. Because if the if the book is written in the way that the characters are dynamic and the relationship is building, and maybe they don't have the sex until 98%, sometimes I don't miss it. Because the characters and the storyline are so good. I'm using 98% as like a a nomen's like number here, like 98% is late, very late. And yes, we all know Becky gets very grumpy about it, but I'm saying if the story is good enough, I don't have to have an early pop. Carolina, what do you like about slow burns? 
it's it's all about the story like it, it has to there has to be a certain character development and reason like to make it worth it um otherwise it's sometimes it's just painful or it's a slow burn to say you're having a slow burn for not a good reason so mm-hmm. i need their relationship to have a reason that it's developing and building up to this to make this either super explosive or very like sweet and intimate. Well, there needs to be enough in it that we're getting these chemistry, these sparks, Mm -hmm. you know, I think of it as like a fire, you know, it's the coals are red hot and they are smoldering and you have to add enough kindling on it that it has some moments of combustion like put a wet log on it which is a really bad analogy and they are just like you don't ever want to put a wet log on a fire <laughs> no, but it makes it sparks it out. no it makes sparks and smoke it smothers it oh my god oh it makes it sparky don't use the wet log that's a terrible <laughs> like it does not dad. burn jenny what do you like slow burn i agree like talk about it, a slow burn the wet right, log the wet log um <laughs> Hopefully it's not wet, or maybe hopefully it is. Um, I don't know why you guys hate wet things. <laughs> Jenny's like, I can't believe I just said that. You're right. You guys should see your face. <laughs> um, I agree with like the chemistry has to build. Like they might have that chemistry like right away, but it's like either don't act on it or sometimes there's other things that get in the way of them acting on it um but it's got to make sense like the push and pull like if they're just doing it to create drama it's not so working for me and that's something that doesn't work for me in slow burns when the slow burn is used as a way to create angst like there's this attraction there's this chemistry but oh, we get interrupted because I got in a phone call or we get interrupted because I'm sick or we get like interrupting Lucy constantly to the point that like they never get together. That's freaking annoying. Didn't do that. It doesn't feel natural because I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm attracted to somebody and we're getting close and heavy and almost to it, I don't care if the house is on fire. I'm going to get a big O. Then we can exit safely. There's a lot what is of it with you tonight. and the fire? <laughs> it's a burn. Fire burns. Slow burn. It makes sense to use fire analogies. It's slowly burning so she can get to her O and then... Right? I just... It's a slow build up and then it... I'm trying to think there. of... So I think it's when the time is right is a slow burn romance. And that's what I'm talking about. Like they get so close and then nope, not happening. They get so but close. At the same time, like not happening. Those, that book, like, yes, it's a slow burn. Yes, it takes a while, but it makes sense. Like, yes, it's frustrating that it keeps happening, but the way in which it's happening makes sense. So I don't, it, that one doesn't bug me as much. I needed those people to bang sooner. Nope. We needed them to bang sooner, but them not banging sooner made sense. It worked for the story, which is why you love that book so much. I love that book. And I recommend that book all the time, but I'm just telling I needed them to bang sooner. But the need for them to bang and like the way the story plays out is different. Like we're not talking about, 
a book where the author almost always waits until like 90% of like a 500 page book to do it every single time just because they can. It's kind of mean that they do that. It is. Um, okay. But it happens. So what makes a book a slow burn? So what, how do we classify a book? You know, we have this book right here. How do we say that this book is a slow burn? What are the characteristics? You know, is it just that they don't have sex until later in the book? Can you have a slow burn where they are popping at 50%? Yes. Um, or does I think it, so. Is, yeah. is there a certain amount of the book that has to happen before it's a slow burn? Because can a one night stand... Like they have sex one night stand, but then they don't have sex again until 85% of the book. Is that a slow burn? I feel like those are slow burn adjacents because they have like the element of the slow burn after the fact, because 90% of the time, a lot of times you won't even get that one night stand on page. Like it's something that already happened. So I feel like the ones that do happen on page, they happen in the prologue or they happen in chapter one. So it's one of those things where it's like, that's, that's just the beginning. And then their entire story is the after. So like, I feel like those are slow burn adjacent and they still count, but at the same time, they kind of don't because they've already had that chemistry. Like you can see on page, like that the chemistry that they had in that moment is really, really intense. I categorize 50% or later as a slow burn, but that's just me. But. So, because I recently read a book, I read Sh Shipwrecked by Olivia mm -hmm. Dade, which is her new book coming out in November, and it is lovers to friends to lovers. They spend six years in close proximity, working on a Hollywood set together, but do not act on their relationship or their mm -hmm. attraction to each other. It was total slow burn vibes. And, but we get an open door, like the book opens with their one night stand an open door, one night stand. Well, and I, I think... read, I read a book today. Sorry, Jenny, but it like 1%, like first page, like page one, like they are having sex, but then they don't have it again until 49%. But it's like, it is, it has been 12 years since like all of that. And so that one, like it is the slow burn because like, yes, like you have that, but then it's 12 years. Like they're building back up to that relationship. What do you think, Jenny? Uh, I think with the slow burn, you kind of have, because Leah touched on it, like you have the chemistry if you have like the initial like one night stand or the really early pop. Um, so they know they work well physically, biologically. Mm -hmm um I think with the slow burn there's that element of like are they attracted to me and like like working through the feelings of um being attracted to the person and getting to know them more so I guess like an early pop could be a slow burn if they like revert to like like deciding we're gonna be friends but then like Oh, does that mean like they don't like me or yeah? Um, yes, yes. I think we see a lot of slow burns in friends to lovers mm -hmm. more than we do anybody else. But maybe second chance would be 
the second one of that. I found a lot of like mistaken identity type and slow burns. Like the other person isn't completely aware of the person's true identity. Okay. Um, so in the opening intro, I talked about how we're talking about slow burns versus medium heat. In both of these situations, we're talking about open door romance books. Like this is, mm -hmm. you know, they're descriptive sex. But when we talk medium heat, we are talking that this isn't going to be like an instant connection. There isn't going to be as overly angsty or push and pull to those. Um, the attraction to the person is it's going to be a little bit slower of a build there's not as much time spent in so in a slow burn, there's a lot of time spent the characters getting to know each other. In a medium heat, it's there's not as much time spent getting to know them. Does that make sense? See, I would beg to differ on that though, because I've read some really good medium heat books where they do have an instant attraction, an instant connection, but there's some like outside forces that are creating an environment that they they can't move forward yet. But if they were in like a safe space, then the storyline would have been, <clears throat> would have moved differently. Carolina, what do you think medium heat? Like, what are you thinking? I think it's about how much, honestly, how much descriptive sex is on the page. And also what, like, it's pretty traditional sex. Like we're not talking about adding toys in or, you know, other things that move it up the spice level. Um, and so you're getting probably one to two kind of good quality, like descriptive scenes in there that help amplify the relationship. It's not about sex for the sake of putting sex on the page it helps progress their relationship um but it's not you know like over the top crazy um and it kind of just follows that that path so you get the steam you get the connection you get the character development you celebrate the couple taking that next step um as the progression of their relationship I think that with medium heat too, we also see that there's a little bit more care taken into the relationship. It's not about just the gratification. So mm -hmm. in a book that's a little plot light or heavier sex, that's a lot that has to do with claiming the gratification. I think in medium heat, we're seeing books that are more about like growth, not just as the relationship, but growth as them individually. And I think slow burn takes it to that next level of growth. You know, you go from like the starter plant to the medium sized plant to the, you know, full plant kind of situation. Um, Jenny, what are your thoughts? Medium heat. Yeah, because I, I didn't really see like medium heat and slow burn as mutually exclusive. Like they kind of overlap a little bit. And I think that's kind of what you were saying. Like it's kind of one step further. Um, you have a lot of the same similarities, like the relationship, um, like emotionally is important, not just the instant gratification of 
And not that a kinky, sexy book can't have intimacy, but I do feel that with a medium heat or a slow burn, we do get a lot more intimacy and emotional connections. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the emotions are amplified a little bit more just because it's not about banging and getting into bed. Well, and it's especially like when you have those slow burns that make sense. And that's not just a slow burn for the sake of being a slow burn. Like there's a reasoning behind the slow burn that you get that inner, a lot of times the ones that work really well is when one of the characters has like some inner turmoil or like some damage. Well, I'm thinking of- And they have to work past that like intimacy issue that they have or an emotional issue that they have. And I'm not saying that, all of them that work really well have that, but that is one of the things that works really well. And a lot of the slow burns I like. So I think a perfect example is never with me. And I think Carolina, I made you read that one, right? By Kaylee Ryan. Yes. Yes. You did make her read that, but I read it also. And so it, Jenny, did you read that one too? I have not read that one. What is wrong with you? It's very good. So good. So that's a good example of a slow burn for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because she has a past And because of situations that happened in her past, trust does not come easy for her and touch and she has triggers and intimacy itself is not easy for her. And so it is getting over that emotional frustration that comes with that. Yeah. Um, But I wouldn't, I mean, it had like one or two sexy scenes, but the sex was not the biggest piece in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So before we get into next, what really frustrates you when reading a slow burn? What is your frustration in slow burn? Like, are there slow burns that you're like, I'm done. Never mind. I cannot read this because I do have a couple like that, that there was so much back and forth, so much push and pull, so much kind of the friends to lovers that I hate that. Well, I can't be with it, them, but I want to be with it's, them. I can't. That's the thing. It's frustrating when they're making really stupid excuses. And it's like, you hear this, you read the same thing over and over again, like why they can't do. It. And it's like, just get over the, the shit. Like, <laughs> nobody cares. 627 like, butts. I love her butt. I'm attracted to her butt. 627 her of them. Butt a lot of butts. It's a lot of yeah. fucking butts. But that's the thing, like... <laughs> It's and valid the first like <laughs> oh my god it's valid the first like four times you say it or think it but after that like you're just making excuses and you're being a pussy yeah carolina what frustrates you about the slow burn i, I think it's that same thing like it's not we're just it becomes this angsty kind of feel for no particular reason you're drawing it out to have this big impact that just doesn't have the payoff. And so it goes back to the having a slow burn for a reason. It's a delicate balance. Um, Seem to do it well. Yeah. And others don't. Mm -hmm. Jenny, do you have to be in a mood to read a slow burn or it's okay? And do you think that there should be a trigger warning if a book is a slow burn? No, no. Like I, I think I prefer a slow burn just because the kind of person that I am, I want to see the relationship build. Mm-hmm. Um, there's definitely like a point where it's like, okay, you, you gotta like do this now. Um, 
I don't think it needs a warning. I, I kind of like. You're wrong. It does. Well, I, I will say that sometimes like I'll get to 50% and be like, uh, what's going on here and kind of flip through. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't think it needs You're just a being warning. selfish. I don't feel like it needs a warning. I mean, if the story captures me enough that I'm getting lost in the, like, and I'm right. doing just constantly turning pages or, you know, tapping my Kindle to like progress, I, I'm fine with that. Like we just read, Becky and I just reviewed um, Smitten by Lauren Rowe. Perfect mm-hmm. example of it. Like I was actually enjoying all the elements leading up to it. Like and rooting for them to have that moment, but understanding why they needed the the connections, the conversations. Like he wasn't as confident as in bed, and she was a virgin, but she wasn't like it, it was virgin done right. It was slow burn done right. Like it just needed it needed that build up to it, and I was a okay with with it and I wasn't paying I honestly wasn't paying attention to the percentage because I was lost in the story yeah but in that vein Becky you're saying that Sawyer should have put a a content warning on Baden because he was a slow burn he was a dang slow burn but But you love him I love him all those books I mean it is a selfish reason because I have to be (laughs) in a mood for a slow burn I don't so there are a few authors that I trust with a slow burn and obviously Sawyer Bennett, if she writes it, and I the, read it and I trust her. I think her. that's the thing. Like but you, there are authors that you trust with a slow burn and it's hard to go into an author that you don't know if they do it right. And that, that is very frustrating because if it's an author that you like have discovered and you really enjoy their books and they don't do a slow burn right, it's like, oh, fuck. Like they ruined it for you. Um, and it's they ruined that high. <laughs> It's interesting because we have an upcoming episode about shy and um, nerdy, nerdy heroes and heroines. And a couple of my favorite slower burn romances, they're very shy, you know, very people both, you know, within it. Like we read Smitten and we talk about how, you know, shy and awkward and kind of beta hero you know, he is and she's shy and super awkward, but in a way that's delightful and it really works in that story for those personalities. So I Mm -hmm. do think a personality can drive a book. And if you have this hero, we read a slow burn and it's a really well done because obviously I'm still talking about it. How many a year later, right? Uh, Carla Sorensen, what's the book? Forbidden. Forbidden. He's a dynamic hero and she is a great heroine and I really enjoyed their story. I just wanted them to be together sooner to cement that HEA because that is something that I have an issue with in a slow burn. I'm not saying sex is everything in a relationship, but that physical piece of it matters. And I personally need that to cement the HEA in my head that these two people are going to be together forever. Nobody has anything to say because they all think I'm crazy. It's fine. It is fine. Let's get to the book recs. Okay. Let's get people what they want. Let's get people what they want. Okay. So let's start. Uh, We're just going to kind of go around the group. We are going to give you 
three to five of our top either slow burn authors or a slow burn book uh, that we think is done really, really well. Um, so Carolina, let's kick off with you. Go ahead and give us your first slow burn book rec. Okay, so my first one um, is actually a slow burn that like just builds the anticipation. Um, it's My Unexpected Vow by Harlow James. And it, like there's tension and like there's the sexual tension and then it explodes. So it's a great piano scene. I, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> it, it is a good scene. And we actually just talked about that in our wedding episode because they're a Vegas wedding. Yeah. They are. Um, <clears throat> so it, it was one of those that it was like, you're like come on and then when it finally comes you're like okay yeah i'm good that was definitely worth the wait that was well, worth the waiting ones for. that once they start they don't really stop either <laughs> no <laughs> um jenny what's your first slow burn book rick um i just kind of like picked stuff from like what i've read recently um play smart by ali styles it's work for it number five and the like sparty pants romance universe and the two main characters are thrown into this internship but then get caught in like the middle of like corporate corporate espionage situation so it's it's very rom-com which is like different from Allie's norm um but she adds a little of the angst in there it's on my tbr mine too because they definitely have the attraction like at the beginning, but a lot of things happen that, that it just them from. Yeah. Uh, Leah, what's a slow burn for you? Okay. So to hate Adam Connor by LMAs, so these two, like they, they're kind of like oil and water, but in the best possible way, like salad dressing. But it's, it's just, it's a funny book. It's dynamic. These characters, like they, they are oil and water, but it works really well for them. I've had, I have like reread some stuff today because I was, it was, and I just, just laughing my ass off on a couple of the parts, but it's such a good book. So if you haven't read it, you need to read it. Um, so my first slow burn wreck is actually one of my top reads of the year. I'm obsessed with this book. And we had the honor of talking to the author during readathon. So a proposal they can't refuse by Natalie Kenya. Mm -hmm. That book, yeah, and the audiobook so is dynamic. <laughs> um, but it's a slow burn that makes sense because they had to get over quite a bit, but they're forced together because of the abuelos, right? I said that wrong. But abuelos. 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 Okay, I'm gonna keep saying it wrong. <laughs> but they're really cute little grandpas and I love them so much. I had that book on my list too for Slow Barn. It's so it was good. great. It was like you said, done right. That whiskey it, table tasting. Like you talk about your dream. piano. That's your dream right there. <laughs> Not mine. Whiskey table tasting. Not mine. Yeah, when you bring the liquor into it, like let's take that up a notch. Right? Right? Often it's tequila, but <clears throat> yeah, I'm um, me the bourbon or the whiskey. I'm there. <laughs> Carolina, what's your next slow burn? Um, okay, so my next one is a super slow burn. Um, it's Homecoming King by Jamie Albright. It's an older um mm -hmm. book. It's a really good one. 
really good. These two kind of, they have a little bit of a history and they know how to push each other's buttons and they have to deal and work through a lot. Um, I will tell you, it's like at 95%, but when you get there. Was it that late? It was in the 90s. I don't 90s. remember it being that late. It was in the 90s. But it's a really good book. It's I a love really books. good one. And it was, um, I listened to the audio, which was fantastic. Um, and yeah, it's it, the, the characters have so much personality. I mean, you talk about a football star and a female contractor, like, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. small town shenanigans, like throw that in perfect that's great uh jenny next slow burn from you um the mixtape by Brittany cherry oh, which i think a lot of us have read book. oh my god um yeah they because they both um it's like close proximity he hires her and they both have a lot of loss and like trauma to recover from before they can even like healthy make a healthy relationship between the two of them yeah that's such a good book that is such a good book um okay leah what's your next slow burn okay so this one is actually kind of a surprising slow burn but it's the man from sanctum by lexi blake it's um book three of her masters of mercenaries reloaded series it does not pop until 60 percent so bayou sweetheart is the same way and that is on my list and I think that Lexi Blake is one of those authors that we know she can bring the spice, right? Oh yeah, I mean, oh, damn, she, she has spice. she has menages and sex clubs. She writes like she has a whole town that lives menage lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But she does a slow burn. She does. She does it so well because you honestly are like they just need to bang now because like you you can feel the chemistry coming off the page. And you you get mad at her because you really, really want it to happen. I think that's also a testament to what a quality writer she is. Mm. That she So I think that that's another thing within a slow burn is if you have a really good writer and they can create enough chemistry and enough buildup uh-huh. that you're like, mm-hmm. get there, please. Mm-hmm. But they can also then turn around and write the next book where, you know, it's 3% in and clothes are off and, oh, yeah. you know, we're not waiting for anything. I just think that that says to the quality of the author. Um, my slow burn rec next is going to be Beneath the Stars by A.L. Jackson. A.L. Jackson likes a slow burn. I, I have her give me a reason on my list. Yeah, she likes to make us work for it. And I adore her books. I have to be in the mood for her books because she has a very 100%. lyrical yes. uh, writing style. And um, but she's a true artist, almost like a poet within her writing. Mm-hmm. And it lends itself. Her imagery and her wordship lends itself to the slow burn. I think, in my opinion. Um and that's all that matters. It's my podcast. So you have to agree with me. Um, Carolina. Next slow burn. My next slow burn is Falling Like Stars by Eve Casey. It's the first book in the All In series. Um, so it's it's interesting because it's uh, like about space travel. Um, and... L is the director of experiences and Chen is the lead test pilot. They start with this kind of enemies to lovers or feel to it, but they're coming 
they come from different backgrounds, but they have to kind of re like rebuild and develop their relationship and come to that equal footing. So it's one of those that it's their development of their relationship needed that slow burn, that slow buildup. Yeah. Um, Jenny, who is your next? Um, do we belong together? Green Valley Library number seven by Anne Why Not. Um, they have like the the main characters are like on a clan on this um, video game called The of craft like war warcrafts like type thing and their clan is going to get together in person um and the guy um the main male character has realized that he is in love with maximus their like leader um he thinks it's a good dude so he's come to terms with that and finds out it's a woman I'm and they adding that to my TBR. <laughs> they end up like close proximity, like having to deal with like, yeah, he's got some like things to figure out in his head to um Okay. Yeah. Jenny era, Jenny. Leah. Sorry, names are hard tonight. Leah, what's okay. your next slow burn? <clears throat> my next slow burn is beard science by the queen of slow burns, Miss Penny Reed. Um, <clears throat> Jen and Cletus, they actually, nothing <laughs> happens until the epilogue. So there, there oh, is one of those, is this really a romance questions or is this toe the line of women's fiction? But it does happen in the book, so it counts. But Miss Penny Reed is the queen of the slow burn. So. Okay. She's just a queen in general. But I mean, she's is. just a queen, right? Y'all love her. A queen. Yes. It's yeah. so funny because I have some Smarty Pants titles also on my list, like Forest for the Trees by Kilby Blade. Um, we see a trend here. They they like to burn them slow down <laughs> they in They do like to burn Green them slow in Green Valley. <laughs> must have a lot of wet logs. <laughs> they have a lot of wet logs. <laughs> Penny and Brooke are going to be like, what the fuck are they talking about? They really are. I'm going to get some really weird emails from them later on. Um, okay, so my next slow burn is Dirty Toe Drag by Tony Alio. This is a sibling's best friend romance. It's a hockey romance. It is in KU. It's a next gen. Um, but they meet because she her family owns like a bar and she bartends and waitress there also and um his one of his brother's teammates or her brother's teammates on the hockey team and she has this other relationship with another hockey player who ends up being a giant douchebag and she thinks he's a playboy so it's not even and so it makes sense because they really have to take and work past those first impressions before they can get to the point that they can see each other for who they really are. That that first impression has stuck so fiercely in their brains they can't, that that's why there's no forward movement into the relationship. So anyway, Dirty Toe Drag by Tony Leo. Uh, Carolina, do you have another um, slow burn you must talk about? Um, 
no i not like super crazy because they are we've covered the group has covered some of the ones that i have i will say kelly elliott is an author that even her in her boggy creek valley series um there's a few in that series that have some really good slow burns in there so i'll just give her a general shout out okay uh what about you jenny is there any slow burn you must mention um running from the blaze by ophelia martinez that's on my list also yep yeah yeah because um there's a lot of push and pull for they both have their own reasons for like being in this friendship benefits semi type thing it's it's a weird relationship and then like when they get to the pun intended climax like things are revealed that you're like oh yeah that's a twist that book that was a twist why things have progressed as slowly as they have which was really well done um leah do you have another slow burn you must talk about before we move on um i would be remiss not to mention Miss Susan Stoker, who writes mostly slow burns, and they are always delightful and wonderful. And it doesn't matter what series you're reading, there's almost always A multiple slow. slow burns in them. Okay, good to know. Um, I have just one more that I want to talk about because I think it's an interesting slow burn. So Praise by Sarah Kate. We all know that this is a praise kink romance and it centers around a sex club but actual intercourse between them does not happen until like 60 percent of the book mm. but there is this because they need to get to know each other they need to see if they fit into each other's life and there's a lot of build up um before they actually get to the point that you know they're confirming that they're in a relationship that they're going to take it to that next level um, because it is like her ex's dad. So there's the age gap piece to it and some of her own personal history. But I think it just shows that you can have a book that is going to be very sex positive and very sex forward, but also have kind of that's mm -hmm. those slow burn elements. Um, okay, so next up, we're going to give you some recs for some medium heat romances or authors that we think write exceptional medium heat. So these are authors that are going to write really dynamic stories um, with really great characters, but they're probably going to be, if you're using the chili pepper, which I think is whatever. Stupid. <clears throat> Just say it. The chili pepper is stupid. <laughs> so these are going to be your two to three three to four Peppers. chili pepper romances a jalapeno not a ghost yeah whatever these are books that they might pop early but the <laughs> sex whatever, is secondary to the whole of the relationship and they're not and it's going to be a little more tamer sex we're vanilla. not gonna <laughs> more vanilla it's, yeah it's more plot than butt stuff more plot <laughs> I mean, I think you can have medium butt heat. Butt come back. I think you can have medium heat and a butt plug. I think I you can. There can be some butt yeah, stuff. But you got the plot more is... plot than butt stuff. Yeah. Okay. There's an out of context quote for everybody. <laughs> for the whole world. Don't, don't be in the drive-through <laughs> when you're listening, Jenny. You never know what's going to happen. Um, okay. Let's start with you, Carolina, again. Let's go with um, 
give us a medium heat romance author um or one book. author that well i'm gonna say one author that's medium heat is uh, jessica prince Mm-hmm. Um, her great examples are the Hope Valley series and her Girl Crush series, I think fall perfectly aligned with that. Um, I think her Rockstar one is a little bit spicier, but it's kind of on the top edge of medium heat. Um, one in particular is, um, Out of My League, which is the first book in the Hope Valley series. Okay. Um, I think a little bit of a slow burn, but it definitely has, it's here's just has the medium heat. Like you mm-hmm. get that um you get the connection with the characters kind of overrides and then it yeah enhances their story Uh, yeah and that's a key part too to think about the sex has to enhance the story and confirm the relationship but it doesn't have to overtake the book and the Mm -hmm. storyline and that's something to keep in mind when somebody says oh they write medium heat that that's what they're saying like it enhances and it confirms it doesn't overtake um Jenny, what's your book without a lot of butt stuff? <laughs> um, I have On the Honey Side by Stacey Hart. Like a lot of, I would consider most of her books like mm-hmm. Medium, Heat. Um, that particular book like is Force Proximity and it's a bit of a slower burn, but then once it happens, yeah, it, it's like explosion. Yes. Yeah. I like a book like that. Yeah. So Leah, who's a medium heat author or book for you? Um, Jasmine Miller, her Kings of the Water series. I would say those are a medium heat. Like she definitely focuses more on the storyline and the character development and the backgrounds of the the characters themselves not to say that like the scenes where the characters are intimate are not well written and well like established but she's definitely a more medium heat author yeah for me i think a medium heat author for me kind of in the lines with your kings of the water samantha christie Mm -hmm. her books are definitely medium heat there's attraction there's angst there's buildup but there's, there's, there's really so much emotion, emotion and dynamic characters within their story that um, they're just you get these great stories. You don't need all the sex. Mm-hmm. Um, Carolina, you got a, another medium heat. Uh, yes, uh, another medium heat author would be Layla Hagen. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. She kind of does the like kind of families and then extended like found families kind of layer into each other but I think she does a great one with that um one example is say your mine um he's a rock star and she's a therapist or psychologist or something that helps them with their press and everything and with their tours um it's great there I mean she she she's great with the connections and then this layers onto that I love her books. I'm obsessed with her books. Have you read the matchmaking CEO yet? That's out right now. It's on my so freaking good. You guys so freaking good. Um, anyway, big fan of Layla Hagen. I love her books. Um, Jenny, what is a, who, what's another medium heat author for you? Uh, Ava Harrison. Um, her books tend to have like a romantic suspense or mystery type feel and so the plot is a big part of the book 
Um, and then the characters usually come together through that. So they're, they're not having sex every time they're alone. Okay. Because they got other crap going on. There's other things. Knives, guns. It's cool. Yeah. Really? Stalkers. Um, it's hard to have sex when you got a stalker. Is it um, no? <laughs> Leah. <laughs> Medium heat author. Um, Marie Johnston. Um, she has a couple, I mean, she has some shifter series and but she has a Oil Kings and Oil Baron series that um, are really well done. They're family series, but they are definitely medium heat. There's mixes of slow burns, like early pops, but the, especially the Oil King series, it focuses on like the family dynamic and the family healing and how each member of the family um, changed and experienced the death of like the mom when they were younger and how they all have processed that, but it's such a good story. And she, she does a medium heat really well. I'm convinced Leah is going to keep recommending the oil Baron series until we all read this. <laughs> until somebody reads them. She's like, Heather, Heather started the oil Kings. She's so. like, please freaking read Kings, these books. It's Kings oil and then oil barons, but somebody needs to read them with me. Okay. Um, my next author is friend of the podcast, Krista Sandor. Oh yeah. She writes medium heat. She writes shenanigans. Sometimes rom-coms can be a little less heat. You know, a lot mm -hmm. of times rom-coms are going to get our one or two chili pepper rating, but Krista takes it from <laughs> that three to that four with shenanigans that keep me entertained with some of the most memorable and dynamic characters, you know, they're just getting a book off the shelf. They're just getting a book oh, off the shelf. They're doing, they're working on the plumbing or the cookies. They got to get cookies. <laughs> um, but I mean, seriously, anybody that loves funnel cake, like I love funnel cake, they always are going to get a shout out on the podcast. <laughs> um, Carolina, do you have another medium heat author you'd like to talk about? Uh, yes. Um, one book in particular, um, but a podcast favorite, Jay Salmon. Mm -hmm. Um, uh just one kiss which is her holiday romance book mm -hmm. um perfect example of medium heat in that category because sometimes her books can go a little bit spicier but this one i feel like is a good solid like yeah. heartwarming holiday you know we're getting closer so i want to give that one a shout out no it deserves a shout out it's a good one i think her doctor series her newest series is a little spicier it's a little more chili pepper forward um i'd say it's like medium high yeah, but I think that the, and then it's funny because if you look at her Wild Minds, her Rockstar series, those are a little bit slower burn. I think when we read Jasper and Viola's story, you were like, are we ever going to do it? I'm like, get to the haircut. <laughs> but then they still don't do it. Like that was slow burn. Not quite do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jenny, do you have another medium heat author or book to recommend? Yeah. Kate Catterbury. Mm -hmm. um, yes. I mean, obviously she wrote in a jam, but like, she's really good at having like a range of like sexual experiences and. Yeah. Um, looking at you, Shannon and Will, they are not a medium heat book. <laughs> um, Cause the one I put was um, before girl, like mm -hmm. he's like, he's very smitten with her. She's a very sex positive. She's the more experienced of the two. Um, and they need to develop a relationship before 
Does he stalk her while they jog? <clears throat> he would yeah, like he's that. A he's a little bit of a stalker. I like yeah. stalkers, but there's not bats, right? No, no, no bats. bats. Okay. That no was bats. a trigger. Um, Leah. Just some stalking. <laughs> <clears throat> what's your next medium heat? Um, Prescott Lane. Um, she does standalones mostly. She has a couple like two book series, but they are standalones also. But she she writes a really dynamic story. I honestly like I ugly cry like every other book with her. So that's something. <laughs> um, but she she writes a really dynamic character that okay. the heat is secondary. Like the intimate relationship is there and it's a positive part of the relationship, but you don't miss it if it, I wouldn't miss it if it wasn't there. So when I made this list for slow burns and medium heat, this author had eight books in my list. So even though I talk about them all the time, I feel like it's really, it's meant to be. There's, they're on my list eight times. There were two authors that got the most, and one of them is Sawyer Bennett. Of course she writes, <laughs> she writes really great spice but not all her books because she knows she has her wicked horses and those she does have i mean it's a sex (laughs) club people sex club club. but if you look at like caroline the carolina fury or you look at her even jameson jameson those are medium now i will say pittsburgh titans slow burns right now like nobody's (laughs) banging early in those books well um cohen did some stuff early they didn't really bang early. No, that's true. It was just against the tree. But it was sexy outdoor treeness that was like, I bet that log was wet. Yeah. <laughs> that log was very wet. Just wait for it. <laughs> it's going to be there. Uh, Carolina, last medium heat author. Is there anybody else you need to shout out? Yes. Um, I talked about her in The Slow Burn. Um, she has some of those, but she's really like medium heat is Kelly Elliott um meet me in montana series i think is a perfect um, example of that and then her southern bride series it's a bunch of um they're they're all standalones i mean they're a series but they're not connected in any way shape or form um those have kind of that medium heat take me away for example is another good one in there i really like her books i really like her books and i'm looking forward to her second gen in the meet me in I montana know. i cannot wait cannot wait <sighs> um jenny final author elsie kingsley um mm. she can write like again she writes from a wide variety of like the book i just read um the girl in the front row they have sex at like 10 percent um and other books like it can be like closer to 80 um but she is always about the feels there are really big feels in her book so like the characters undergo major development um and so you see the intimacy grow um throughout the book even if they have sex early on yeah um leah do you have another author I do. I mean, I have, I have lots more authors, but I'll just say one more. Um, Emma Renshaw, she writes a suspense, but they're not like your typical suspense. They're more of a, like Catherine Cowell's suspense type of book, but she, there's another author that writes medium to slow burns really, really well. She does. Yeah. Catherine's books are, which I'm surprised none of us had her, but there's reasons why I don't have her on my list. She's on my list, but there are other reasons. (laughs) Yes. 
Anyway, but, so Emma Renshaw, she writes a really good, a really good story. There's not always a slow burn, but um, that the the story itself is first and foremost in her books. Um, okay, so my last author. Okay, I'm going to cheat and give you two because I have to. First of all, <laughs> Vi Keeland, I would say, is the queen of medium heat in her standalone books. So I'm talking The Invitation, The Summer Proposal. Um, she, you know, tends to write two to three dynamic scenes that, you know, are the sexual scenes, but there's an intimacy and a level of, you know, neck. there's more story and character building than it is about the sex then. But she also does write very spicy books too. Um, and then my last one is Molly O'Hare and she writes rom-com, but they're all um, fat rep. So they're all the heroines are um, real bodied heroines and they just, they're really about this comfort and care and when you're right with the right person then you can make that step but it takes a minute to build that trust and to get to that right step so i really i really like her books more people should read them okay um i would also say nora roberts is probably a medium heat mm -hmm. i think you're gonna find more medium heat in trad pub also yeah mm -hmm. so those are my thoughts oh Okay, so you make sure you check out our website at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will have a full TBR list of all the books that we recommended on this episode. Um, before we get into all of our business, we are super excited to share an exclusive clip from Hollow's End by Kristen Proby. This was provided to us by the author and lyric audiobooks. Hollow's End features narrators Samantha Brentmore and Sebastian York does not make me sad. Doesn't make you sad. <laughs> well, and this episode is dropping on uh, October 30th. So Hollow's End, I think it's a paranormal romance. Mm -hmm. So, and we haven't ever featured Kristen Proby. So I was excited when they sent us this clip. Okay. So to the listen. A door closes in the other room. Yes, it's beginning. Astrid whispers. Is that mom? I ask, and immediately try to open my mind, to will myself to hear her. Of course it is, Hilda says and holds my hand in understanding. She may not be here physically anymore, but she still lives here all the same. Still as bossy as ever, too. Is the man I saw last night in the woods the same one who killed her? The words come out in a rush. No, Astrid replies immediately, then seems to listen to someone speaking in her ear. Darling, you know that a witch is killed in Salem every year. It's been that way for hundreds of years. I know, I whisper. We all live in constant fear of it. Last year it was my mother who paid the horrible price. But it wasn't the man you saw, Hilda says. We can't tell you much more. Honestly, I thought all of this was nothing more than legend. It's true. Astrid disagrees. And it's begun. You're about to take the journey you've been training for all your life. To be successful, it will take all three of you, plus the others you bring along the way. Trust yourselves. 
Listen to your guides and your ancestors. They won't lead you astray. This sounds so ominous. Or like a Marvel movie? They both smile. It's much, much better, darling one, Hilda says. Or it could be the ruin of us all. Nera whimpers under the table. No pressure or anything, I mutter. She saw me. It's actually not unusual for the townspeople of Salem to see and interact with me, as I've gone into town often over the past 330 years. But I went under the cloak of darkness last night. I needed a walk to gather my thoughts and try to set my mind at ease. But my mind is never at ease. It hasn't been for the entirety of those 300-plus years. With that said, I don't know why I think that taking a simple walk at night will work to soothe my soul, but I try all the same, and often. I've never been spotted as I move between worlds before. Until her. With flaming red hair, porcelain skin lit up in the moonlight, and a green robe that billowed around her, she looked like something I might have conjured in my mind. Something I would have wished for a hundred times over. A wish that I knew could never come to be. And yet there she was, and I was pulled to her as though I knew her, as though my soul knew hers. It was a visceral reaction that left me shaken all night and well into the morning. Is it possible that a change is coming? I'm hesitant to let myself hope. I'd had no idea all those years ago when I assured Louisa that everything would be okay, that we'd still be caught up in the curse centuries later. If I had known, would I have taken the same path? It's a question I've asked myself many times, and I never have a definitive answer, because I just don't know how all of this will end. It's early in the day as I walk through Hallow's End. We live under constant cloud cover, casting the village in a dreary, gray pall. I'm the only one from Hallow's End to have seen the sun since 1692. The clouds occasionally part some nights, so we can see the moon and stars, but even those moments are fleeting. It frustrates me to no end that I've seen the changes in technology and know the people I care about work harder than they need to. We have no running water, no electricity, and no refrigeration. Those things alone would ease the burdens of this village tremendously but I can't tell them about any of it. And even if I did, it wouldn't matter. They would forget everything by the next new moon anyway. Um, okay. <laughs> so who just bought this book? <laughs> I'm like, I need to know really what's going on. <laughs> no, it sounds like a really like dynamic story. A little dystopian, curses uh -huh. and witches. Um. Holy Sebastian, you're a cute guy. I was going to say, there's your unicorn right there. <laughs> like, just candy for my ears. And let me, let me say, this is one of the first times I'm hearing him, and I would like him to whisper sweet nothing to my ear. <laughs> um, well, I'm let's, sorry, I don't know that I've ever listened to a book that Samantha Brentmore has narrated, but mm -hmm. I really liked her voice. Mm -hmm. I did, too. I like the dynamic is change like that she used, too. I think this is a perfect example of when narrators can up-level a book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, just take it, like, 
you're picking the right people and that they can just elevate the writing. They take it to an 11. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, she, I mean, she started out like it begins and I'm like, what, what, what begins? Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by this. Um, so, well, how- and part of it is we don't know where in the book this is either. Like Katie sends us these clips and we don't have a clue. So I'm wondering, like, is that the very first, like, like word of the book or is it like randomly like in the middle somewhere but like if that's the first like line of the book hot damn I'm excited about that <laughs> um so hollow's end is available now wherever you buy your audiobooks lyric audiobooks offers audiobook production service to some of the best indie romance authors you can find more about lyric audiobooks at lyricaudiobooks.com. I am intrigued by this book. I know that Rachel, podcast contributor Rachel, has read this book um, and she really enjoyed it. So might just be the spooky read you need this this, this Halloween season. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's that time. That time, people, for book. Book of, of the, the week. week. Book of the week. Okay. Jenny, what's your book of the week? Um, I just finished The Girl in the Front Row by Kelsey Kingsley, which I mentioned earlier. Um, there is some cheating on the page. So if that's like a hard line for you, you might want to skip this one. Um, but she is legally blind and he is the front of a rock star band and gets in an accident and becomes an amputee. So they both are disabled and have to learn how to live in their normal. Interesting. Interesting. I have questions I'll ask you off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Carolina, what's your book of the week? Um, I'm actually going to do a series. Um, It is the Apex Mountain Shifters series. It's six books of novellas by P. Jameson. Um, and I kind of went down a little rabbit hole. It was fun. It's based in, um, wolf shifters, um, but their partners are either humans or a cricket, which is the first time I've ever read a cricket shifter. I've never read a cricket. I'm yeah, intrigued. Kind of interesting there. And, um, and it's a bug. A yeah. It's a bug. No, a- but it's interesting how it plays out and what qualities, um, it's not a bat. It's a bug. Yeah. But then there's a bird, a falcon. Falcons have wings. Yeah. Birds. Birds are scary. It, they all work together. It's great. I, okay. If you, if you like it. It's and... not really a bird, though. It's a person that turns into a bird. So it's not the same. Okay. I'm intrigued. I'm going to have to download <clears throat> these because now I need to know about the cricket. Yeah, they're in Kindle Unlimited. Uh, Apex Mountain Shifters by T- P. Jameson. Okay, Leah, what was your my book of the week is actually Resting Witch Face by Juliet Cross. It is book four, five, book five in her Stay Up Spell series. It is delightful. It's second chance. Ruben is a vampire. Jules is a witch. Oh, it's so good. Leah, there are no sex nachos. There's no sex nachos, but um, Juliet knocked it out of the park with this book. Is this the last book in that series? No, Henry and Clara are next. Okay. Oh, she talked about that at book club. Yes, you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my book of the week is Blind Trust by 
Lydia or Linda Iker. Um, Archer. It, Archer. You have Archer typed. It's not. It's wrong. I because it autocorrected for me. It's A I C H E R. Um, <laughs> it is book two in her boardroom series. This is a super kinky read. It pops at 2%. The audiobook is read by Lydia Darnay and Aiden Snow. It is on any play. The books are not available in Kindle Unlimited. This is a trad pub from 2018. It's Karina Press 2018. Um, but if you would like to know my full review of this book and just how kinky and sexy it is, you are going to want to join us on Patreon for Buzzing After Dark episodes because I will share all the kinky sexiness in this amazing book over there. Anyway, that's all I got for Buzzing. Anyway. Okay, so I got to plug all the things. I know you do. It's fine. We have opened a new merch shop over on Teespring. You'll find long sleeve shirts and short sleeve t-shirts along with hoodies. Um, our limited edition, I licked him first, book boyfriend tour shirt will be available until mid-November. And we will soon be adding the Girl Crush Tour t-shirt. Um, if you go to the website, use promo code THEHIVE at checkout to re- receive 10% off your total order. Um, Patreon update. Um, we actually, I'll do it next episode, but we do have some new Patreon members. So Mm -hmm. I'm super excited. Our Patreon is growing. It's such a great, fun, dynamic community. Um, I'm in awe every day at how amazing our community is. So thank Mm -hmm. you for supporting us on Patreon. Thank you to everyone who is a part of the buzzing about romance community. Um, I'm obsessed with this new swag packs. Like every day I come up with a new saying that I randomly text to Leah or I randomly text to Mike that like, so this would be a great stickers. stickers. <laughs> um, but swag packs go out like as soon as you join. So if you join on November 12th, I, that triggers a swag pack. If you join on November 12th at the cold brew tier, that um, swag packs are triggered at the $10 mark. Uh, at the $20 mark, I send you one of our reading journals along with all of the bookish stuff to help you with your reading journey and to use your journal. And then I also send you the current swag pack. So lots of cool things are happening. And um, recently I shared a picture on Instagram of our reading list cards and people went crazy. They went bananas. Um, so I will send those. So join our Patreon and I send you new cards every couple of months so that you can keep track of what you're reading. Um, one of the new things that we're adding and we're trying it out is these author round tables that we're hosting. They are small, intimate gatherings with a different romance author. Uh, these will be bi-monthly And so our next one is in November, we're hosting author A.L. Jackson, and this takes place on November the 9th, and you can find details at patreon.com slash bookcaseandcoffee. And that is available to the Cold Brew and Queen Bee tier. Um, It's exclusive to them. So, you know, some of your favorite authors might be stopping in to sit down and chat with you about, you know, their process as an author. We had Jay Salmon last month. It was so good. It was great. It was a lot of fun. We got some tea on all her new projects. We did. Um, So coming up in honor of the last few weeks of 2020, 
22, we are working hard to clear some books that have been on our shelves for too long. There are multiple ways to work through the Clear the TBR Challenge, which is starting on October the 24th. Um, this runs until December 31st, so you have to until from the 24th until the end of the year to clear your TBR. We have several group reads planned um, along with working on your personal goal. And you can find that list on the website, right? Yep. Yeah. The group read list is over on our website or follow us on social media. I've shared them over there. Mm -hmm. And um, if you would like to join the challenge, you can find details at bookcasingcoffee.com backslash 2022 clear the TBR backslash. It's a lot of t -t -t there, there is. So one of the things about clear the TBR is we're looking for you to read books that have been on your TBR for more than 45 days and you can't count new releases or arc reading or any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, how many of us have downloaded those free or on sale books and then they just sit and there, sit there. Those books deserve some love too. And here is your chance. We are giving you permission to be hey, I'm going to go back and I'm going to read some books off my TBR, which I personally am enjoying. I've been accused of growing your TBR with my books that are on my clear the TBR, but you're, you're welcome. welcome. <clears throat> See, look at that. You owe me a Coke. Um, the first group read that we're doing is The Rules of Dating by Penelope Ward and Vi Keelan. We'll be discussing this in Discord on November 2nd, and you can find all the details on our website at bookcaseandcoffee.com. And then there's Drunk Book Club, best night of the month. So next Drunk Book Club is going to be November 12th, and we are reading Rev to the Max by Melanie Moreland, and Melanie will be joining us for the evening. So if you would like details, check out bookcaseandcoffee.com backslash Drunk Book Club. And also, if you would like to test out Drunk Book Club, but don't know if we you can handle us because we fully admit that we are a lot. We're a lot. We are not everybody's cup of tea, and we understand that, and we are okay with that. But if you would like to test out Drunk Book Club, you can email us at thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes we're a little much. Sometimes. Like I said, we are not everybody's cup of tea. We're kind of like romance books. There's a book for everybody, but not every book is for everybody. everybody. Yeah. Um, next up, it is finally time. The girl crushes are going on tour. Um, They're here. Leah and I will be sharing with you our top, so a total, seven from each of us, of uh, <laughs> so a total of 14 top girl crushes of romance and then we will also be sharing the community winner of the um girl crush community vote and the top 10 the top 10 you guys for the girl crush episode for the community vote it's hard like mm -hmm. penny reed susan stoker riley edwards Mm -hmm. So, so many amazing authors. Um, so make sure you check that out. And then also there will be a special Girl Crush Tour t-shirt to go with your book boyfriend. I licked him first t-shirt. It's true. And there will probably be stickers. And I'm sure there will be stickers. I like a sticker. Um, I know you Anyway, Carolina and Jenny, thank you so much for coming on and talking slow burn and medium spice romances with us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, until next time, everyone. Happy reading, everybody. 
find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.